Hello everybody and welcome. You are listening to MFL Total Access here at Terry Bobas' place. Week two, or week one, episode two. We got our first games in the books. Yeah, yeah. We got our first games in the book. Before we start, do you want to re-explain that contest again? Uh, yes. For those who maybe missed it or for the recapping. For the ones that we didn't understand properly? Yeah, so basically... Uh, what, do, what about YouTube? What if the answer on YouTube? Yeah, I think YouTube counts as well. Okay, so basically if you watch the video, hopefully you watch the video and then you comment. Not everyone has Facebook, right? So That's true, good call. We got uh, some old people watching too. You comment on Facebook or on YouTube and then at the end of week six... Uh, yeah. Your name gets put in a hat, then we pick your name out of a hat and uh, you... Week seven, yeah, end of week six, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. The end of week six. So you have to comment on the videos, either YouTube, Facebook, then your name gets put into a hat, and then if your name gets picked out of the hat, you get half a season off of MFL. Uh, just you, not your team. I'm surprised Miss Evans didn't comment. I don't believe she did. did, did no, she didn't comment. However, that was our bad, I think, because we didn't show Miss Evans out. Yeah, we did. And now we did, so... Yes. You're awesome. Also, there's Paul Motor Leasing. And he hashtag go airborne. So I don't know if that's Jeremy Paul. I think he plays on airborne. Ah, okay, okay. Just, just confirm with us if it's you on the next comment. So Jeremy we can know Paul. to put the right person in the hat. He's a good player. Yeah. Good player. <laughs> Everyone else who got their name, so uh, we'll be taking note of that. Yeah, thanks for that. Another thing I wanted to shout out is we got an Instagram account that was, uh, we've always had one, but it was not very active. Now it's very, very active. Our uh, videographer, Lariane, who does an amazing job with the Games of the Week, it takes care of it, and she posts like highlights uh, pretty often, and I've been looking at them, and they're, they're pretty sick little clips. Oh, uh, she does the Instagram too? Yeah, she's the one that, I'm pretty sure that's what John told me. I may be screwing up right now, but I'm pretty sure yeah. it's Lariane that does the Instagram. Uh, as well awesome so it's uh take a look at that go follow that and mm -hmm. uh, once again if you're not on the mfl players page uh join follow, it join it as well because that's where everyone's asking for subs and uh, whatnot um anything else we're advancing eh? mfl's getting uh yeah top shape i like it <laughs> oh another thing uh so we're trying to decide on the punishments for the the little bet oh, yeah. uh, Will, Kevin, John, and I have going on about our weekly picks. So <clears throat> the one that finishes first gets all the money from everyone else, but we want to also punish the one who finishes last. So he doesn't get off easy, and like if like midway through the season you know you're not going to win it, you just you still have a competitive advantage going yeah, forward, you know? So uh, if you guys want to propose either in private to Will or I, or by commenting what you think a good punishment could be for... It doesn't have to be the same punishment for everybody. It could be a different punishment for everyone. Like, for example, we threw out, out there, if Will finishes last, he has to wear a Tom Brady jersey because uh, he hates Tom Brady and he's a huge Dolphins fan. So, like, that'd be a good punishment for Will. I'd never do that. Like... <laughs> I'd rather so, go on butt naked. So you guys could throw out, like, uh, you, could, you could propose stuff, throw out your suggestions. And if ever we choose what you guys gave us as an idea, mm -hmm. we'll give you an extra vote. For that mid-season uh, half. Oh, that's a great idea. A Did you think about it on the spot? No, I thought of it before the show, but I forgot to talk to you about it. But I guess I make I, approve. I make the decisions <laughs> here. So yeah, so like propose, you can pose as many as you want. And the first person to propose something, if we keep that idea, mm -hmm. you'll get an extra vote. So you'll have uh, twice the amount of chances to win. Uh, and if you propose something and three different things for each one of us or four different things for all four of us, mm -hmm. and we take all four of them, well, you have four extra votes when we do that first um Draw week seven. You don't have great ideas, Terry, usually, but that is a no, great no, idea. No, my ideas are pretty strong, solid. What uh, would be, just trying to think, Kevin, like, what would be a bad thing? Like, I don't think Kevin... Tattoo of, like, what he said. Yeah. Okay. Like, I think Kevin's done so much weird in his life that, like, there wouldn't be a punishment for him. We could for sure find Like, something. he's tried everything. I, I agree. Like, I think you know he, what I mean? he has to wear a shirt for the whole fall season. It's pretty solid. Like, yeah. we, we're not allowed to see him shirtless for the whole fall season. That, that one's pretty good. That's a victory for everyone. Or, like, for next spring. Like, it'll be even harder because, like, it's, it's warmer in the spring, so he takes off shirts probably more often. What about shaving the beard? He, he won't do that. Yeah. Yeah. He won't do it. Maybe when he's sleeping, Nick will take the razor. Zoom. Yeah, that won't happen. <laughs> uh, did you have anything else before you wanted to start Div 1? I think that's it. I'm really excited to be back. Um, three fields. And the quality of football was pretty good for week one. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah, I was expecting a lot more sloppy stuff. Yep. Uh, I do have one more thing I want to say. Yep. Talking to my Russia friends, I refed a couple of games this past week, and it's fair. A lot of new teams. Not everyone reads the whole rule book before starting. Mm. A, a lot of questions regarding the Russian, a lot of unknown. So, like, basically the Russia, you're responsible for every part of your body. So, like, even if you have your hands up in the air and the quarterback throws the football and in his forward motion, he hits you, it's, it's your fault. So either don't put your hands up in the air, bring them down, make sure you have enough space for the quarterback. The quarterback has to be able to throw the ball mm -hmm. and have a full follow-through with his arm and not be able to contact you. That's on you. Whether it hits your head, your arm, it's, it's on you. Another thing, um, obviously the rusher has to rush from the rusher bag, which is seven yards away from the line of scrimmage. Mm -hmm. Feel free to jump in, eh? Yeah, yeah of course, yeah. 
and you can be literally on the bag. You have to be at least one yard to the left or one yard to the right, mm-hmm. and up to two yards to the left or two yards to the to the right to maintain that immunity that we like to call. So you're still allowed to rush from seven yards if you're literally on the bag. But if ever there's rusher interference against you, it will not be called. For you to have that special immunity and right, that right. straight line proof to the quarterback, you need to be legally set up yeah. before the snap takes place. Okay. And being legally set up is being between one and two yards on either side of the bag. Mm-hmm. If anyone else on your team happens to be in that area on the other side, let's say you're lined up like, let's say this mic here is mm-hmm. the rush bag and yeah. Will and I are each lined up one yard to each side of the bag. Yeah. I'm rushing, Will's mm-hmm. playing safety. It just happens lined up right there. Usually the middle linebacker, the safety is lined up near the rusher, right? Yeah, yeah. If you guys are at the both in the legal rush zone, you mm-hmm. both have the chance to rush. Yeah. If no one declares, no one raises their arm, no one yeah. says I'm the rusher, none of you have immunity. Okay. Even if you are. Okay. And that's a little specific one, and I can understand how new teams are not aware of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm letting you know now. Hopefully, you're all watching. I may repeat it again in a couple of weeks if I see it still <laughs> happens. But the responsibility is on the defense when two rushers are in the zone for one of them to raise their hand and say, I, hey, I'm the rusher. Got you. In that case. Got you. If only one rusher is in the rush zone and the offense asks, you still have to respond to them and say, yes, I'm the rusher, even mm-hmm. if it's obvious. Right. But you have the immunity without having to say it in that case. Got you. So basically, like, if you're a rusher, it's kind of like in basketball, you have to let the player shoot and follow through and land type of thing. I guess so. Like the quarterback, like, psh. Like, yes, like, yes, to be able to, like, maintain his throwing yeah. arm without, like, hitting it to someone. And another thing, let's say uh, uh, the offense goes on a double hut and goes, hut, hut. Mm-hmm. If, as a rusher, you leave on the first hut, you have two options. Either you don't rush, and then you guys don't send a rusher, or you run back to the rusher bag. Yeah. And main, and get to seven yards again, and then you're allowed to rush. Different refs call it differently because, like, some refs, if you're not, like, exactly go back to seven yards, they're going to throw a flag. And some, like, if you put a foot back and go, they're going to No, no, the, the whole body has to go back behind the line. Of okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's to not be offside as a rusher, every part of the body that's touching the ground has to be at or behind the bag. Got you. So, yeah, I'd suggest you run back, make sure you're clearly cross the line. And at that point, unfortunately, you don't have immunity because you were not in the legal rush zone at the time of the snap. So, if someone interferes with you at that point, it's mm. on you, it's not on them anymore. Even if you're not offside? Uh, even, well, yeah, because you're, you're, like, you're, you're not wouldn't... offside, but you're not, you weren't in the legal rush got zone you, at the moment you. of the snap. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't happen enough. Like, I mean, teams don't use hut hut enough. Well, I mean, I it's true they don't use it enough, mm. and at least half the time when they use it, they get a false start penalty. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Like, no, no joke. Like, if not more yeah. than half the time, like for sure, at least half the time, they're gonna get faulted for it. So I don't think it's that much of an advantage, you know? No, it's probably a disadvantage. Yeah, you're right. All right, I think I spoke enough. <laughs> Most definitely, yeah, my in my left ear is ringing. Um, let's yeah, start let's with uh, Division One Outlaws A Team. Yeah, apparently. You misspoke last week, and it was not Dave that came up with the A-team name? Uh, it's, it wasn't. No. It was Chris. Shouldn't you know this? Like, aren't you part of the team? I should. I know they didn't show that you were part of the team, given that you were mostly <laughs> on the bench, cheerleading them on, and playing in that game. But I still thought you were in the group chat, and you saw what was going on. Yeah, look, I'm a team guy. Whenever a number's called, I'm going to go on that field. Um, but yeah, it was a very confusing team group chat, to say the least. We didn't know what jerseys we were going to wear. We didn't know what our team was actually going to be called. I think there's a chance we still called Honor Game. That makes um, sense, you know. Yeah, so I wasn't but, expecting anything more. No, it's chaotic, but it's a fun chaotic. That's yeah. a good thing. So yeah, all I have to say, I thought it was Dave, but I guess it was Chris. Um, and I love the team name, even though I don't know much about it. But yeah, about the game, um, 36-28, close-ish game to begin. Um, I think that when... Uh, Jeremy Rooney got the interception, returned it to the house. Like, that's when I was like, okay. You took like, the lead at that point. Yeah, we did, exactly. So we had a shot in that game. I think that once you guys took a two-score lead going into halftime, uh, when Smuda got the TD on the last play of the first half, I believe it was 22-13, to 13, and you're getting ball second half, it was like, we didn't think the game was over, but it, it's hard to come back down two possessions with the other team getting the ball, uh, especially against an offense like uh, like your guys. But credit you guys, you know, you didn't have like uh, a lot of your like I guess like star players that were that are on your roster. Um, Jaff balled out, had a really good game. Yeah, so I we- wanted to give credit to Jaff. Twelve catches, 104 yards, one two point convert. He had a touchdown taken away from him. He did for that early celebration. Yeah, he did. But, uh, I'm, I'm, well, at least I didn't see Steve give him crap. I, I I'm surprised he didn't oh, lose it. Why would Steve lose it? We scored like on the next play. No? Yeah, no, true. But I mean, what if he threw a pick six in the next play? Yeah, maybe then he would have lost it. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. Um, but yeah, Jaff had a really big game, over 100 yards. Um, and Steve only gives crap to people mainly when you're there and you're on the team because it's yeah. ma- mostly your fault. Like He doesn't always give crap to everybody, you know? Yeah, I don't know. It's true. I guess uh, you know, he kind of doesn't have a soft spot for me and... Uh, 
yeah, he's a bit of a bugger like that. We'll talk about it after after the uh, <laughs> later on. But um, Jaffa having a big game. Uh, several catches in that one. Uh, no TDs, but still moving the ball down the field. Had a sick one-handed catch on oh, third yeah. down. Uh, he was really big in that one. Uh, Steve obviously having a, a near-perfect game. Uh, Smuda moving the ball down the field for you guys. And Dave Gutowski quietly having Getting three touchdowns. And it was like, like after the game, we're like, oh, you balled out, you balled out. And Dave's like, yeah, I got three TDs. I was like, what? Yeah. So yeah, I got three TDs. I was like, what do you mean you got three TDs? And I think all three were the same drag route in the, yeah. in the red zone. Two, two, At least two out of the three for two, sure. Two, and then, yeah, I think one of them was like a like an eight-yard route. Yeah. Um, but sure hands, and uh, he's gonna have a Dave's gonna have a bigger role this year, obviously, on for that sure. offense without Marvin. Um, yeah, I think it was a good game. You guys could like I know we lost by eight, but you guys really controlled that game. I think there was some good stuff we did in that game. Um, I think like we learned a few things, like punting on fourth down, like against yeah, that early punt. Oh my yeah. god, was that shocking? You it guys were like a midfield. I know it was fourth and seven, and like we talked about it afterwards. And I think like that first game was kind of a learning experience for us. Uh, and like I don't think we'll be punting anytime soon, unless yeah, they were you, up to. You're probably on the bench when it happened, but did you have like a say in that? Decision? No, no, yeah. I didn't. Like, like I was, I was quite week one. I was getting my feet wet, and now like week two, I'm ready to take charge. <laughs> But it was a yeah. good game. I mean, I don't think you should ever punt against like any team in Division One, especially, but like even more so against the Outlaws. That hundred percent, a lot of points. Yeah, I, I wish I could disagree with you. Uh, anything else to say about that game before we move on? Um, what are the plays that like so like for me like big plays in that game? Joss went on to catch, but I think like like I said, the one that really turned around was like that clutch last second TD that you guys got into the first half uh, by uh, the goat smooth smooth. <laughs> Let's go to the other Div One game, uh, Centurions Gold Cook. Yes. That you uh, score kept? That was a really good game. Uh, 21 to 19. It was a back and forth game as back and forth can go considering it was low scoring. Does that make sense? I guess. So like, in other words, it was a game that was pretty low scoring, but you never actually knew who was going to win. There were a lot of interceptions thrown in this game. Six total, four by Dom, wow. two by Louis. It was actually Gabriel, I think, at quarterback. Gabriel Ashenbaugh. Okay, so John didn't change it. You score kept, so it makes sense that there's mistakes there. But yeah. yeah. But I, I honestly, I love John, but I'm going to have to throw him under the bus because like one of their players disappeared like on the thing. Like I was doing the scoring thing, and I was like, boop, he was gone. I'm pretty sure you made him disappear. If he disappeared, like they don't disappear on, his own, on their own. Like I've scored kept so many games, and no player's ever literally disappeared from the app on its own. Well, I think John was just playing with me. It's all good, John. I forgive you. Uh, but okay, so then it was Gabriel Ashenbaugh, QB that threw. I mean, I uh, didn't watch the game, but... Gabby I mean, it was a QB. They're QB through. Oh, yeah, so the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so six interceptions in that game total, but I don't necessarily think it was sloppy offense. I think you could tell it was week one for the most part. A lot of Dom's picks were kind of just like uh, one of them was tipped, another one was like they were down, they kind of needed a bunch of yards, so he threw it deep, was intercepted. Did Dom not run at all in this game? I scored. You kept. probably didn't put the stat in correctly, right? No, no, I think he. Well, no, because the the rushers doing a very good job at containing him. Uh, that's where like defense really stood in this game for both teams. Yeah, three um, sacks for Francis. Yeah, three sacks for Francis and uh, Colette having three interceptions in that game. Every Colette, uh, one of them was beautiful. Actually, all of them were, were nice, but one of them in, in uh, particular. Um, Morris defense, also coming back with two interceptions. Yeah, and like he had two big ones at like crucial times in the game Seven that like tackles, wow. you thought like that was going to come back and, and kind of build the momentum. But uh, defense prevailed in this game. I think that like both teams learned a lot. I think these guys played ten times. They're splitting the series five five. Um, and you believe that you're going to make the playoffs over one of these two teams? Yeah. Okay. A squad for the win. A team for the win. Um, there's something else I was going to say, but I kind of forget. Oh, yeah. Yvonne Desjardins. Really nice catch. I believe he only had three catches in the game. Uh, he had one TD or two TDs, but one of his TDs was nice. Like, he kind of just turned around. It fell on his lap, um, and he did a good job adjusting to the ball as well. Um, a game where there's, like, not much scoring. Like, those plays made a big difference in the game. Um, yeah, and touchdowns. Yeah. Credit to, to, like, everyone in that game because it was a, a well-fought game. I do think coming back, though, Gokok are going to need to fix a few things on offense. I just think it was a bit of, like, week one jitters maybe and, like, the fact that Centurions arguably have the best defense in the division. So it was a tough matchup for, for both teams. On to Division 2. Let's get it. Uh, did you see any of the games? I mean, you were part of one game. We'll start with that one, actually. Yeah. Good call. Arnold's Retanant. 26-13. The Wolves won in that one. Um, that was a weird game. It was actually a really weird game. Um, what was weird about it? Tenant, I guess. Took the early lead on their first possession, I'm guessing? Yep, they did. Phil scored a, a nice seed to start. Uh, put them up by a touchdown. Uh, I believe we scored every drive but one. Uh, late on in that game, we uh, didn't weren't able to convert on fourth down. Um, it was a game where Tenant just seemed to be off. I think, like... 
defensively, um, they were at the right place at the right time for for like most part of the game. It was like a few unlucky bounces. Our receivers made some plays, um, but offensively, it was just they they weren't able to get in the rhythm. There was quite a few drop balls for them, um, and yeah, it was an uncharacteristic game for for uh, for Lieutenant. I think you could tell like for them it was it was a week one game, um, and uh, yeah, we were able to capitalize. Our defense played really well. Um, we were able to get uh, James got a nice interception in that game. Um, John Lavois didn't have a sack in the game, but he did a really good job getting pressure um, on um, on Lieutenant, uh, the quarterback, and everything. So on uh, Vincent Dion, Vincent Dion like throws a beautiful ball. Like he was like two yard slants to fill. He was gunning it in there. Like it was like coming in like a fireball. I think he's a baseball player, so he has yeah, good arm. Exactly, you could tell. You could tell right off the bat. Um, and I guess maybe his receivers weren't all that ready for his passes. Um, and uh, yeah, we were able to get the uh, the big early one, and it was honestly a good one. I thought it was going to be a tighter game, but it was close throughout. Uh, I think second half. We just kind of uh, took the lead and, and uh, ran away with it. I know Phil Farron is arguably one of the best players in the whole league, like Division One, Two included. But I'm I wonder, looking at the stats, if ball distribution was more even, if maybe it would have helped Tanant. Like you're looking at the re- receptions, yards. Uh, it's the Phil Farron show right all the way, and understandably so, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like the first game in a while, so I guess you're favoring your top guy, but. Uh, I think you need to get more guys involved. Like this team also has other ballers, notably the Smog Till and others. So like I, I really think we need to start getting other guys involved as much as Phil because like uh, who was covering Phil today uh, that game? Uh, for the most part, it was. I'm not gonna give away our defense, but I was on his side and like we kind of cheated to that side. That makes a sense bit. why he had a good game. Uh, he, I mean, he had he had like 13 targets, seven catches. So it looks like he had a good game, but if you look at targets, uh, he did drop a few balls uh, in that oh, yeah, game. Yeah, apparently. Kevin said he actually dropped. I mean, I wasn't gonna mention it until you like decided to throw me under the bus. Uh, but yeah, Phil. Uh, yeah, he had like he, like he had uncharacteristic. So you dropped the bus because you were there? No, not okay, not so it, I mean, it just made you come over the bus after. No, I mean maybe, maybe who knows if he dropped it because I was there. Like it's possible he was like, oh crap, balls there. I gotta catch and no. Uh, but no, we played really good collective team defense. As long as he those drops for MFL. Uh. Yeah, yeah, it's chill. Yeah, just MFL. Uh, he knows what we mean by that. But I totally agree with you. I was gonna mention that, and you kind of stole my answer. That drops like you really see this guy dropping balls. I know it was it was surprising. Like, like say say, say truthfully. No, they were they were bad drops. But Vincent Jump was like gutting it in there, and it was almost like he's me. used to Steve soft passes. I guess you said it not me, but yes, I mean, that's kind of what it was. And it's well, like it's a, not a bad thing. His balls are super catchable. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And it's uh, it's like super uh, receiver friendly. I think it's just a matter of time before like they start hitting. But Simon Teal. Like he could be a wide receiver one on any Division Two team. Uh, of course, like having Phil on the team is like a little bit tougher, but um, he wasn't really used much in this game. He it was a few shots deep that um, that Tavisson Dion threw to him that we had good coverage. But I totally, totally agree with you. I think this team is would be at best if. Vincent Dion is having a good game one week and the number one receiver and then the next two weeks is Phil. Whereas it's not just Phil Phil and then yeah. Vincent Dion's like that wide receiver two, three. Yeah. Um, and I think you mentioned John Lavoie didn't have any sacks in this game, but like I think he had like three in Division 3. Had the tides turn. Like last year he was getting none in Division 3 and it's just true. in Division 2. Like, yeah. I think, uh, you know, he kind of uh, took that to heart <laughs> and he was like, you know what, let's, uh, let's ball it on D3. And uh, yeah, he was all over the place uh, in Division 3. We'll talk about that game a little later on. Did you get a glimpse or see anything about red zone ICs? Nope. So looking at the score, it was a complete blowout. A tough first game for Eric Sanchez. Uh, good to see some guys back that we haven't seen in a while, like uh, Tom, uh, Thomas on Nice CDs, for example. Yeah, he was Coming so back cool. Back off that energy. He came uh, up to say hi, and like, we, uh, we dabbed each other up. He dabbed each other's up. Yeah, he was good to see him. François Rochette getting a pick in that game, but I think it was all uh, the Mike Roy and uh, Red Zone team. 25 for 29, 250 yards, six touchdowns. Surprisingly, threw up an interception. Um... Yeah, I didn't see any of that game either. And I think Kevin recapped it in his article. So we can move on to Div 3. Talk about dissecting a defense there for uh, for Red Zone. Uh, so Division 3. We had a couple of games Division 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see any? I saw a bit of Iron Wolves D3 and Chiefs. I also caught the ending of that one. Let's start with that one. So, Terry, believe it or not, it was 26 nothing Chiefs. Yeah, I have a hard time believing that. Not, not because Chiefs can't score that many points, just because Arnold's led up that many points, and in that span, didn't score any of their own. 26 points were the Chiefs up by. Final score was 34-28. to Arnold's D3 came back in this one. Um, Ryan McSweeney, who we didn't know he could quarterback. Um, he could do a lot of stuff, right, though, so... 
I'm not surprised he quarterbacked that well. Yeah, 100%. And, like, I think you mentioned to him, like, he didn't run once. Yeah. And I think that for a guy that's playing quarterback for one of the first times, like, if you don't see anything open, you want to tuck the ball and run and scramble, you know, because it's, like, your first Especially instinct. Especially when he has that playmaking ability. 100%. And he took four sacks, and you look at me like, whoa, that's not a good thing. But, like, it shows he wasn't going to force the ball downfield. You know what I mean? He threw no interceptions in this game. He threw one, sorry. But he went uh, four touchdowns to the one pick. So um, it shows that, look, like he was scoring and he was content taking a sack if need be. Um, and a lot of quarterbacks who have played quarterback for a while don't do that, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he had the tendency of not wanting to, like, take a sack, throw the ball, okay, it'll be incomplete, hopefully it doesn't get picked. Uh, but yeah, he was mature enough not to feel he needed to run when he didn't have it, not to feel he needed to force the ball when it wasn't there. Um he looked really good, and I was really impressed by this Chiefs team. Like, if you would have told me um, that uh, that McSweeney, one of their better receivers, was going to play quarterback, yeah. um, who is not the starting quarterback, we both picked Arden Wolves in this game. 100%. Um, and Chiefs looked really impressive. It's going to be a fun match playing them this week. Yeah, and like when you look at their, their roster, they got studs across the board, like François Rochette and Jeremy Rooney, each getting a pair of touchdowns. Yeah. And like you said, that's not even considering McSweeney, who's also a stud receiver. They even have James Nguyen, five catches for 65 yards in this game. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, she had a really nice TD. He was the back of the end zone. He, he like fell down. And he like Psh. aren't all his catches nice? Yeah, I don't think like he knows how to catch like a non nice catch. <laughs> Even if it's a regular five yard, he'll can make he'll make a nice like a twenty five yard. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, yeah. What do you? Uh, I guess I threw on the spot here. Um, question marks for Iron Wolves D three a little bit surprising, or do you think that it was look they're down twenty six nothing they started off the season a little bit slow it's understandable, or do you think this raises a few red flags? Yeah, I was gonna ask like. When it was twenty six nothing, was that Chiefs playing really well, or was it Arnold's playing really poorly? And I think it was a mix of both. Yeah. And looking at the final score and looking how they fought back, I, I don't think I'd be too worried. Mm-hmm. Like same. I think Chiefs surprisingly, not, not surprisingly, maybe just based on how they played in previous seasons and having missed the playoffs last year, mm-hmm. uh, are going to be a really good team this year. Yeah. So I think Arnold's battled, and, and the game ended with a one score game against a really good D three team. Yeah. Who maybe we just thought. We took them later because of like their past results, but yeah. all these players that we mentioned on this Chiefs roster got way better since last year, and they were already good players. Yeah, totally. And they were missing their quarterback and leader in Avery. So like uh, when it'll be, it was interesting that he didn't play with them, but then he played later on in the day with uh, Average Joe subbing in for uh, Jason. Hey, maybe he had a brunch early on in the morning because yeah, that was an probably. earlier game, right? Uh, yeah. But crazy thing that like when you think of the Chiefs, like how like kind of like to jump on what you said, like they weren't good last year. Like now I could see them being as one of the favorites. You know, like, I think they're one of the favorites. Maybe it's too early, but, like... Yeah. It is early, but if, like... I mean, if they beat us this Saturday, then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we put pressure on us. Uh, well, Kevin already put enough by saying it was a championship or bust. Uh, yeah, Kevin, what does Kevin know? And the Chiefs game was at 1230, and Average Joe's played a two right after, so... But, True. Maybe he had a brunch that ended at 145. Um... Uh... I saw a little bit of the Jack Rabbits Jagger bomb game. Mm. I saw JC throwing nice footballs, like twenty two basketballs. 40, yeah, twenty two for forty one, one hundred seventy nine yards, three touchdowns, one interception for a guy filling in a quarterback who never really plays quarterback. That's decent, and like his balls were nice. Like, like he was going through Pause. his reads. Sorry, sorry, continue. He was going through his reads and all, and like I was surprised. I'm like, man, this guy played quarterback all winter, and we didn't know. Obviously, having JC at the receiver and having another quarterback would help this team a lot. But uh, I don't know who's their quarterback going to be going forward till till Nico comes back from that injury. We actually uh, Marvin and I saw Nico. Yeah, I saw him at the field also. Yeah, after we brought pizza back for you guys, um, they had for lunch, and poor guy, he, he like we fell for him. Like you could tell, he really a wants to get there. He he, like he had like the a thing on his finger, on his throwing hand. Yeah, and then you could tell like. You can say it was upset, like, Chris. Chris has a bunch of broken bones in his fingers. And that's he's, true. He's still able to throw, catch, and everything. So, Chris, my guy, if you got any tips for Nico, let him know. I'm sure the guy wants to be back on the field. That's actually a great idea. He has idea. a finger going this way when it's supposed yeah. to go that way, and he's like, yeah. still throwing dimes. So, like, good call, Terry. That was a good one. Um, but yeah, Nico. Wait, well, good for Nico to come out, right? Like that's Obviously, that's yeah, that yeah, is But I, I agree that it's so much harder once you're out there and like watching and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I think JC will stick the quarterback. What is your guess? Like this week, do you think JC is going to throw for them? I don't know. Are they on a buy? Hope not. Uh, no, it's the Jackrabbits old school. Ah, oh, Demirol. Like, I I want to say the logical answer is yes. Like JC would stick with them because like it's hard to find another quarterback like on such short notice. But like mm-hmm. my gut's saying no. My gut's saying they're gonna bring someone in. Like a sub. Yeah. Like he'll play the the five games until Nico comes back, or, or it'll be like until a... Nico comes back. Yeah. Um, any other games in D three? Yeah, there quite a. Uh, well, there was. Um, Leon, 
quarterback in Manitou yes, Boys. Yes. Low scoring game. Uh, I didn't know Leon was going to be the quarterback for Manitou Boys. I believe their quarterback replacement that came in in the winter couldn't was going to miss the playoffs and miss a bunch of games. So they told them like we'll look to try and find someone else. And then um, uh, I think they got Leon. And I looking from what Kevin Norton's article, I think Leon's going to be their quarterback going forward. Nice. Didn't have the sexiest stat line. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, 12 for 26, 88 <laughs> yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. But he got the dub, so like, that's what matters, right? For real. Um, apparently, this game was ended by a safety. It was a tie game, and then there was a safety um, by Jeremy Booth that ended the... No way. You even spoken about this, I think, before. Who? Yeah. The game was 12-12, and then with five minutes left, uh, Dyke got sacked uh, for a safety. Booth coming up clutch. Yeah. Um, it was definitely not me who told you that. I'm surprised you'd ever missing me for anyone else. No, no, no. I read it in Kevin's article, but I felt that before we started filming, when you came in, we spoke about that. That's false. Um, crazy, though. Sacked to end the game. Who says defense can't win games or championships? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure as a rush you like that, right? Sorry? I'm sure as a rush yeah, you like that. Yeah, but it's not true that defense wins championships. It's a false statement. Yeah, I agree look, with you. When you look at past stats, like totally. top offenses have won championships just as much as top defenses. There's even a book on it. You told me about that, eh? Yeah. Mathematician. <laughs> it is a mathematician, actually, who, who wrote it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I meant you're a mathematician. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, were we done with this? Not many of three games that we saw, eh? No, there wasn't. Um, Surprising to see Rossos only score 13 points. I saw them out early, really warming up a lot. Yeah. The uh, two-headed studs there, Jason Edwards, the Confocal, identical stat line. 90 yards. One had eight catches, the other one had nine. Yeah, two TDs. I'm like, convert. That's with Nick Igley only getting like three catches for 19 yards. Wait. Oh, yeah. I guess Igley started the game. So, I don't know. Igley so, Avery quarterback, yeah, yeah. right? Exactly. Um, but Jason Ryan is the quarterback. Flood, the, the, I think he won. He did win best receiver, winter D2. Only one catch in this game. Hey, he's a team player. <laughs> team with the dub. All right. Div four? Yeah. Div four. Uh, a lot of interesting storylines in Div four, I guess to say early on in the season. Uh, a few games I caught. Did you, you didn't, you weren't roughing or scorekeeping any of these games, yeah. eh? Yeah, Sooners 45, Canal Club. Oh, true, true. And you had a cool story with Sooners 45, eh? Yeah, but before that, let's start with, uh, you know when you say, like, gotta give credit where credit is due? 100%. What's the opposite of that? You gotta give blame where blame is dealt. Yeah, okay. It's and I remember back in the days... Warranted. Kevin used to have... Um, you know, he has like his uh, Player of the Weeks? Yeah. When he first started his articles, he had the Stars of the Week and the Duds of the Week. Oh, really? Yeah, it's so like the worst Player of the Week. Oh. And he literally called out guys like, oh, you had five drops in this week. And it was, it was pretty bad. Like, I, it I wish I could say I was surprised. And I don't know why like he stopped it. I don't know. Maybe John told him it was not nice. But I know because he did it for like a couple of seasons. But um, I remember, I think it was the beginning of last year, Kevin had thrown a couple of picks already, and he had like zero sacks against midway through the season. Okay. Or even closer to the end of the season. So he wasn't taking sacks, in other words. Yeah, yeah, but like he was taking credit to it, and he was like blabbing about how he's such a great quarterback (laughs) because he's never gotten sacked. And he's like, my goal is, you know some quarterbacks say, my goal is to throw zero picks. Right, right. His goal is to get sacked zero times. I think it was week nine, he got sacked for the first time when I was roughing the game. Yeah. And he was so pissed. Hold on, I'm exaggerating. He wasn't that pissed. He was just like, ah, I didn't make it to my goal. And uh, this week, week one, yeah. in his first game, he got yeah. sacked five times. Five. And then in his second game, he got sacked four times. So he got sacked a total of nine times in two weeks when he was taking so much credit for not getting sacked. Maybe he learned his lesson and in years past, he saw that he wasn't able to win a championship. I mean, he also threw four picks in those two games. So Okay. So safe to say it wasn't a great weekend for him, but they won. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they won against the, the free agent team, so it doesn't have a name. So Okay. Yeah. Well, congrats, Kevin. Put, put an asterisk on that one. Yeah. Uh, so let's go to the Sooners 45 Cannel Club. So I already told you why Sooners 45, their team name is Sooners 45. Yeah. Uh, very cute story. But Cannel Club, take a guess why their name's Cannel Club, because I think you kind of critiqued it last week also. Cannel Club. Uh, so I asked them. You know, I got to know why the team name is what. True. Uh, okay, so that's double C. They love the letter C. Uh, no, they all live near the canal. The canal? Lachine Canal. Oh, okay. They all live near there, so... Is that, like, close to us? Yeah, it's not far from here. Yeah? Yeah, it's really not far from here. Is it nice? Yeah, it is nice. Canal Club. Nice to go... I feel you 
for sure passed in front of it. Yeah, like, I wouldn't know if I did. A lot of people walk, though. picnic there in the Nice. Summer. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So two new teams. One team, Sooners 45, had played like a while ago, mm-hmm. like five years ago. Um, first thing that really impressed me, Francois Rochelot's a good quarterback. His stats might not show it right now, but I think the guys for sure played like before flag or like he'd been throwing the ball a lot with his friends. Yeah. Uh, like he was going through his reads. He wasn't like... I feel Sooners 45 need to simplify their playbook a little bit in the okay. sense that it's not true what Kevin was saying that was running like trick plays, but they're trying to go deep often right. and take take what the defense is giving you. Like there yeah. were a lot of times that they were running a drag, but he wasn't throwing the drag. He was just throwing the further route. Whereas right. Kyle Club was taking those little hooks, those outs and, and all that. Yeah. And Francois uh, also has legs. Like that guy could run. Really? That when he was taking off, to, he, he ran seven times for 50 yards and a touchdown. Okay. But like he, the, the field didn't uh, help him. One oh, point oh, yeah. he took off, there was one in front of him, and he literally slipped. <laughs> and uh, and it was like one of the first games of the day. Was it the first game? Uh, like, that's not even the turf monster. At this point, it's like the turf, like, destroyer. Or like the LeBear monster. Because it's not the turf monster. Like, every every football field has a turf monster, but LeBear is just different. Yeah, like, was, they have, like, and it was like bombs. the first game of the day. So, like, imagine by, like, the last game on that Shoot. field. Yeah, for real. Um, F. Shabonok caught a nice touchdown. And, um, yeah, what else? About was it like a, a last second, like, was it tied 13-13, like a last second TD, or did you like... Oh, yeah, the ending was crazy. Okay. But before I get to that, yeah. um, I just want to check something. What about uh, jerseys? Um, I feel neither team had jerseys in this game. That would make sense. Yeah, a lot of pennies being used this week. Um, but, yeah, I think that uh, even for us on, on A-Squad, or 8 I don't know why I click on A squad. For it sounds eight, nicer, no? Yeah, it does. Eight team A squad. I going to say the A group. Um, we may have New Jersey's coming up. So yeah, as soon as 45 ran a couple of running plays where literally had a running back in the backfield, like actually behind the quarterback. Okay. And like the quarterback turns around and gives it to him and like, you can't, it's really hard to break tackles, especially on this field. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I'd suggest maybe having like a reverse or like a guy right. coming in motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. But uh, this team had a lot of good players on it. Like, they have uh, Mike Jazz, the, uh, who has experience. Okay. And um, um, it shows that their captain on defense, who I believe is the father of the quarterback, was really oh, wow. rallying his troops. And, like, he was there before explaining routes and everything. And right. Stuff like that. So, like, I really think Sooners 45 is going to be a good team by season end. Mm. And um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, the ending of this game. Yeah. So... Channel Club, I think, had a two-score lead at one point. Yeah, okay. they were up 19-6. to six. Mm-hmm. So then with about five minutes left, uh, Sooners 45 score a touchdown to make it 19-12. Okay. And then Channel Club marches down the field. Yeah. And then they throw an interception in the, in the, red, uh, zone. In the red zone with barely any plays left. Like, okay. I'm going to check now. There was 25 seconds left when they threw that interception. Shoot. And uh, so then incomplete pass, incomplete pass, run for seven yards. <clears throat> so th- and then it's fourth down. Last play. So they need to get like a 38-yard TD. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Th- exactly a 38-yard TD. Okay, okay, okay. Last play of the game. Quarterback launches it. Yeah. Says his prayers. <laughs> there's a roughing the passer penalty on the play. So automatically you know the play is going to be extended. Bearing no... Well, no, even if there's a defense penalty, they would... Um, um, like offset? Yeah. Or? So we just have another play. <clears throat> but the ball is caught. 33 yards downfield. At the five-yard line. Bruh. So then the penalty gets tacked on half the distance to the goal. One play left. So they're at the two and a half yard line. Yeah. One play left from, from their own, like, That's 13. That's crazy. Okay, okay. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't complete the comeback at, at that point. The ball went incomplete. Okay. Uh, but what an exciting ending yeah, for a game seriously. that you saw was out of hands. It was like 19 to 6 with five minutes left, right? That is nuts. Uh, I really believe both these teams. Remember how we said, like, uh, Kevin's Phoenix are by far the favorites when we had no idea who was there? But, like, yeah. I, I think both these teams could give uh, Phoenix a run for their money. Damn, Definitely. exciting. Yeah. Like, that's pretty impressive seeing that after week one, right? Like, I mean, week two, week three, like, you kind of get a feeling of, like, who's going to be good, who's not. But you can tell right away, like you said, quarterbacks of these games, like, throwing good balls. Like, if this team's a good team, it's going to, like, be on their quarterbacks. And I think that, like, once you see a quarterback is good without even having that good stat line, like, you know the team's in for a good run. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, I saw Mustard Tigers airborne. I score kept that game. I think I score kept the game correctly. 18 to 6 was the final score. Shout out to Airborne. Mustard Tigers were five guys, Terry. Wait, who's five guys? Mustard Tigers. They played the game with five guys? And so did Airborne, even though they had a full roster. So they could have played with six. 
Guillaume was super nice. So we're on the side, and I was like, whoa, uh, Airborne's playing with five guys. And one of the guys was like, yeah, Guillaume's just too nice. And I was like, that's my respect. So Airborne's played the game with five guys. Mustard Tigers were only five. But then after that, Nico ended up subbing for Mustard Tigers. Okay. And then Airborne like played their six guy because I believe they were seven or eight. Nico who? Portvin. Okay. Yeah. He had uh, two interceptions in this game. I only gave him one because uh, you no, know, Gabby was like, "Bro, he's not on the team. Whatever, whatever." Um, what, what kind of explanation is that? Uh, it's Gabby. You gotta ask him. But he helped me. But respect Gabby for helping me. Uh, Nico also had a sick catch in this game, a sick TD catch uh, that wasn't recorded because he was a sub. Okay. Guillaume, like, the more I see him, the more I think that like he's a better quarterback than I thought he was, because he was throwing very catchable balls and like deep balls too that like. They were either dropped or his receiver lost in the sun uh, or the receiver stumbled. But, like, he knows. I think right now, like, he, like, I haven't seen him play before. I don't know how long he's been playing flag, but, like, I feel right now he's in his element. Like, this is the best he's been playing at the quarterback position. And, unfortunately, he just didn't have, like, enough playmakers on, like, making plays on this team for that yeah. day. But I do see, like, he has a good team. Yeah. It was kind of just an off day for them. Uh, Mustard Tigers played really well. Um, this is O's. Father and son had a good game. John Morris had a really good so game. So Brian Mustard's not the quarterback, or he just wasn't there. He just wasn't there. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was um, Dad Janos throwing, Tom Janos throwing, and uh, yeah. Did you ask why they went down to the four? I didn't. Okay. Maybe I will. <laughs> but impressive game by Mustard Tigers. Like they're only five, and even though they played against five, like they put up eighteen points, but it feels like they scored more. And like to not have your quarterback and and still get the W was impressive. Any did you say anything about the serial killers wizards besides the fact that our boy serial killers won? Serial killers won. Good to see them back. Um, did you tell me that you saw wizards running with a running back? Yes, yeah, so wizards it? group SG like literally had a running back almost every single play. You saw it? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. So they would have like the quarterback had sick glasses by the way, but it's so, like he, they would, he would line up a shotgun, then he would have a running back, and like he would either give it or fake give it, and he would throw it back like it was like like an NFL offense. So when they give it, would he get yards or would he get Taco Bell line of scrimmage? Mm, like it was like if they get yards, he'd be like one or two. Like you, you, the thing is, like I was telling Kevin, this team has athletes. Group yeah. SG has athletes. It's just a matter of them getting plays now. Like they have guys that can make catches, that could defend. Um, like they were giving serial killers a tough time. Uh, and Syracuse obviously have played uh, flag before and, and were a pretty good team in years past. But Wizards of Group SG, you can tell they have ballers. It's just about being organized, getting to the field early, and like working on plays. Okay. Um, but credit Serial Killers. Um, and uh, yeah, they had a good game, came up with a dub. Snapper had a really big game too. I think it was one of the players of the week. He was uh, making really good catches. Um, his snaps come in like like missiles. Like his snaps come in the way Vincent Dion throws the ball. <laughs> I saw Kevin wrote that in his article. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. How was the quarterback catching the the snap? How did he not break his fingers? That's a great point. It must have been a good... Well, like, Imagine the, how hard he could throw the ball then. Good point. Could be uh, controversy. No, I doubt it. They want him a snapper. Because we're seeing hard snaps. Yeah. <laughs> Way to stir shit up the media, eh? We could, yeah, that's true. Or like, what if, he, what if he's a quarterback and like he snaps him and then he throws like a snap? Say what? Like, you can do that. Like, let's say you're snapping to me and I'm quarterback and then I, I catch at the quarterback and what to throw and I, I throw a snap. Like you throw the ball yeah. on your hand. Yeah. You can't do it in the red zone though. True. So maybe they'll switch quarterbacks in the red but zone. But you can't go put the ball to the ground and like snap it backwards to throw it either. You can't? Well, I mean, you get like, no, like I could turn face the, the offense and then throw it. Yeah. Well, you could turn back to the offense. Yeah, exactly. And throw it between your legs. Yeah. Like I think he's good enough to, to do that. Okay. <laughs> maybe a first. You never know. Uh, on to D5? D5. Uh, I ref and Probab Buck. Yeah. Uh, really good game, but like both teams were super nice. Uh, and Bob played a couple of weeks, uh, played last year in the spring, I believe, not in the fall. Yeah. Buck is a team that looks like they've all played together, or for the most part, both of them have played together like in high school. Um, and it's going to just take them some time to get uh, more used to the game, mm-hmm. uh, the smaller field and all that. Yeah. But they got Rosalie, who has a bunch of experience who could help them. She scored a nice uh, uh, touchdown in this game. Uh, that quarterback, Pascal Pilon, like, She's a she's a pretty good quarterback. She's shifty. Like I saw a few times, thought yeah, she was gonna get sacked and she moved around yeah, the sack. Yeah, she was making the rusher look silly a little bit. <laughs> she could have run way more often than she did for a lot of yards. Yeah. Uh, one thing that they gotta do is they, they gotta have better plays called yeah. for them because like I feel she was going deep often. Right. And maybe that's what you do like on a full field, but now on this smaller field, like uh, it's it's all about the short game, right? And and like picking defenses apart and like just call five yard hooks, call drag routes, call slants. And that's going to make your offense go a long way. Like, put the ball into your playmaker's hands and let them do the work, right? 
Because yeah. like she could make the right read and she has the arm to make the right throw. Yeah. Uh, but she was really trying to go deep often. She also had a couple of drops from her team, which is normal for week one, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I could see this team being a good team by season's end. They just got to get a little better with their play calling. Um, shout out to the rusher who had a Muslim Pigeon Lucier who had two sacks in this game. Nice. And um, it probably looked like a really good team as well. Uh, Charles Coulon back at quarterback from that injury. Yeah, good to see him back. Two, over 100 yards, four TD, just one pick. Uh, Goldrick balled out. Mathieu had a nice touchdown and a one point convert. Nice. Um, always nice to see him uh, play well. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Yeah, I saw Goldrick get a nice TD. Like, he caught it. Deke three goals at the same time, then uh, run his way in the end zone. Uh, nice long play for them. Mm-hmm. Good stars, good stuff. I like it. Uh, I didn't see the Phoenix Drama Club game, but I heard Kevin before the game saying he's going to score 180 points uh, because apparently he doesn't like Simon or something like that. Uh, and then he scored zero points. The only points were a pick six by Vince. Yeah. So like, uh, he was asking me what's the record for the most points scored in a game, this, that. Um, ended up scoring a zero, so you got to do better, Kevin. Big donut. Uh, yeah. I don't think he was too happy with Simon during that game either. You yeah. Could hear, my mom could hear him all the way from uh, NDG. Well, it wasn't that far from the park, so. Yeah, true. Have you seen any other D5 games? Nope, that was it. Um, we had an interview with Night Triangles that may we may not put we may put uh, impressive win by them. Fun interview. Uh, it was actually a really bad interview, but it was fun doing the interview. You didn't watch the game? No, so I was. Them? Um, they're cool guys. Okay. Um, and they put up forty points, and uh, yeah. Uh, wow, William Brown. Brown. 14 for 21, 136, six touchdowns, one interception. Yeah, good ball distribution. Look at that, 3-3-3. Three, three, three. I guess there's a couple of subs in here that we're Yeah, I think so. They're getting, I think, Victor next week. And who's their quarterback going forward? Is it William? Yeah, I believe it's William. Okay. Cool name. Tyler with three socks in this game? Yep. He shuttled himself out during the interview too, which is pretty funny. Oh, yeah? I was like, why'd you guys win? He's like, well, we had a really good rusher. And I was like, I assume you were the rusher. He's like, yep. Good stuff. You got to give yourself a pound on the shoulder time to time. Here with Night Triangles, very impressive win, forty to twelve. Guys, what happened? We uh, we, we started decided, off we, yeah, we started off five people, yeah. and then we got John from Mustard Tigers to bail us out. Nice, very good. good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, defensively, giving up twelve points. What's the secret? Uh, we got a lot of uh, sacks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I assume you were rushing. I think it's all about good communication, you know. Yeah. And a bit of shit talk on the side. Yeah, can we expect this uh, next, yeah, at least. Can we expect <laughs> this uh, week in, week out, or is this a fluke, boys? Well, next oh. week we have Victor, so it's just worse yeah, for the opponents. Yeah, okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> well, Victor, pressure's on you. Thanks for the boys. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, anything else about D5 that you kind of caught your eye? A good matchup this week. Destroyed Heisenberg, 41-12. Yeah. Uh, those are the battle of two free agent teams. I Gladly have a name, so props to you guys for having a name. So that's a win for both teams. <laughs> Respect, definitely. I think they help us have a really good defense because, um, like, offensively, their quarterback threw um, four interceptions in this yards. game and less than 100 yards, and they still won because the defense got them six interceptions in this one. Wow. Shut down D. Yep. Back to D1 to preview uh, the week that's uh, coming up. I like it. Uh, we gave our predictions last week. Uh, who's first? Kevin. Kevin's first. I'm last. But we know that's not going to stay the same. So we only got one game in D1 this week. Uh, Bitter Boys making their season debut. Yep. Against Centurions, who are 1-0. Yep. What's the recipe for uh, not disaster for Bitter Boys this week? I think it's going to be JS making the right read at the quarterback position. We know, if, we know if there's a nice ball, it's going to be him making the right read, moving the chains. And Centurions have a good defense, so trying to exploit the, the areas... Uh, that they leave open. Yeah, uh, 100%. I think he has to take what the defense gives them. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, defensively, uh, Mario could have a good game plan for this. And uh, the rusher, Felix Bergeron, is a big boy. He could really like put his arms up and like cover like Gabriel's vision. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing that I don't have as a rusher. He had a pretty good season last year. And um, yeah, obviously it'll help if they have Guillaume Benoit on that defense, right? Yeah, 100%. Oh, uh, sorry. Guillaume Benoit. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. I knew exactly what you meant. I have a friend named Guillaume Benoit. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so you see how good I am? Like, I knew exactly what you meant, bro. I mean, there's not that many Guillaume's on Bitter Boys, right? <laughs> that's true. Who also have a last name that's like a first name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't Should that. Think think about that. Um, he's going to have to have a big game, too, for them to have a chance. Yeah. 
But I think it's definitely a winnable game for them, right? Yeah, I think so. All right, uh, Division Two. We got two games. Outlaws, nice TDs. Probably gonna be a one-sided game. Let's go with preview red zone attendance. I made my pick for this game, but it took me a while to make the pick. We'll give our picks later on. Yeah. I think this game is going to be close. Tenant are going to play much better this week than they did last week. I just going to be curious to see if they can slow down Mike Roy and that red zone offense. And this is a rematch of the quarterfinals where red zone were not able to stop Tenant scoring on every single drive and going to the finals after red zone had that one seed. Revenge game. Probably is, eh? Yep. Um... I, yeah, uh, I'll give my pick later as well. Yeah, let's see them for later. But I can really go back and forth on that one. Yeah, I did, but I haven't even picked in the end. A bunch of games in Division Three. Yes. Two games at 9.30 in the morning. Uh, we have no choice to preview old school Jackrabbits, right? The Demare Bowl. Demare's Bowl. Yeah. Um, or the old school bowl, because like, you know Demare's on his Jackrabbits jersey? Yeah. The name behind his shirt is old school? For real? Yeah. So is he secretly trained for old school? If his team gets eliminated, we know he will be, right? Yes, exactly. And it is his birthday. On that day, it is. So if so, you see Mathieu Demers at the field, we make sure you wish him happy birthday. Uh, let us know how old you are. I believe it's 60 or is it 61. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Um, but, I don't think it looks a day over 30. No, no, 100%. I was just kidding. I'd say even like 31. Um, good game. I think this one's going to be tight. I think this one is going to come down to converts. I think it all depends on the quarterback, right? For? Jack Rabbits? Yes. Uh, was there a question mark when I was moving the quarterback for old school? No. I just, I pre- no, that's a good point. No, I think Jason's going to quarterback for Rabbits. But it does come down to that. You want to place a bet? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be JC. I might have some insider information that I'm not allowed to share, so it wouldn't be fair for me to bet with you. You're being honest. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's a first. <laughs> I'm usually an honest guy. Yeah, No, fairly. no, I'm not. I can't say I'm not honest. Well, he's <laughs> fairly honest. Uh, yeah, I do think... It's going to be a close game. Mm-hmm. I think lots of emotions going to be in this game. Yeah. <laughs> Big game. Big game, both teams. Um, both teams coming in 0-1-1, right? Yes. So. We're going to have an 0-2 team after that week. And both teams, uh, in my eyes, could be playoff teams. So. Facts. It's early on in the season, but it's a 10-game season. You don't want to fall in the 0-2 hole. Uh, big week, folks, for a lot of teams. We also got the Panache and Average Joes with a rematch for our winter finals. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's going to be a good one. <laughs> Jason probably making his debut. Uh, yeah, he took the week off, so he was still celebrating the winter championship. Yeah. I th- <laughs> but jokes aside, he had a wedding, but he was celebrating the winter okay. championship at the wedding. Of course, like that was, yeah, he made sure to tell everyone that he won the championship yeah. at the wedding. I think, like, we look at, like, all the, I think it was like the two, two o'clock time slot of this week, there's three really good games on. What's the third one? Don't know. I know that. Um, Channel Club, Flamboy, and Flamingos. Yes, exactly. Good stuff. I guess we could preview that one. Sure. In D4. Flamingos, they're back. Different team, though. You have some instant information. No, I just looked at the rosters. Oh. You had the same information as me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But like, I do more homework than that you. That takes yeah, looking yeah. at the rosters and going on the computer. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Lots of teams making their season debut this week. Black Diamond, Sour Peeps, Flamingos, Super Friends. Yeah, that's it. But it's a good group of teams that had didn't play last week that are playing their first game this week, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a packed week this week in the Bear. Yeah, so like, there's so many, we're going to have so many interesting storylines next week. How did the Flamingos do? How did Super Friends do? Yeah. Uh, Sour Peeps with Mario at quarterback. Has he ever thrown before? Like, I'm sure he's thrown a football in his life. Has he ever thrown in a flight football game before? Uh, I, I think I have a vague memory of him throwing a one-point subbing for a team. So that probably means no. Okay, so he hasn't thrown before. <laughs> I remember he had, a, <laughs> no, and there was like two divisions at the time. He had like two, a team in each division or like, there was a team called Spritz at one point. Is it a drink? Yeah. He didn't, yeah. It's like, do you, know, do you notice all his team names have to do with drink? You know Mario has like an alcohol company? Oh, it's that's what he was on it up. Oh my God. Got like it. sour peeps because his, it's like, the his drinks are like bitter, sour. Spritz is because it's an Aperol Spritz. Got it. But it's a cool logo. It's like a Sour Patch Kid. I just want to eat it up. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> So yeah, uh, I guess we have a lot of games to recap next week. A ton. Big show. Hopefully we'll get to watch a couple more than we did last week. Yeah. Depends if you leave early again. Uh, Division 5. Phoenix Titans. How are Phoenix going to bounce back from that zero-point offensive showout? Hopefully score more than zero points. Yeah. I think they will score more than zero points. I don't know if they'll win, though. We got Heisenberg, who gave up a 40-burger playing against a team that also scored a 40-burger last week. You know what that spells? Trouble. <laughs> okay, we're getting tired. I think it's time to make our picks. 
Uh, who do you got? Bitter Boy, Centurions. Give me the big C, Centurions. I got the same. Uh, we'll try to go one one, okay? We'll try and go one one. Like meaning... you go, for your pick. I'll give a pick. You give a pick. We're not gonna both pick the same game. No, no, no. We're both picked, but who goes first in giving their pick? Okay, yeah, trust us. Trust, trust. Uh, the page is unloading, so I get the div two games. Okay, Outlaws, nice TDs. I got Outlaws. I got Outlaws by a lot. Uh, red Zone, Nathanant. I went back and forth in this one. Give me RZ, baby. Red Zone. I also got Red Zone. I believe Letanant are more of a late season team. Yeah. In seasons past, they always make that, like, they're always, like, middle of the pack during the season. And at the end of the season, make that push. And then they go, like, ham and, like, make it to the finals and then lose in the finals. Yeah. Uh, whereas Red Zone are a more consistent team during the season. So I got uh, Red Zone. Good analysis. I agree. Uh, Thunder Buddy Chiefs cannot pick this game. But no. I predict a lot of points being scored. Because you're quarterback? No, no, just because I feel like the nature of both teams are yeah, very yeah. offensive. And, like, if you look at last year, like, we both had weak defenses, I think. I totally agree. Okay. <laughs> so, not because I'm... Not... Who's calling D for us? We'll decide Saturday. Okay. I feel like I already spoke about this, but obviously you don't remember a lot of things. There you go. Uh, Manato Boys. Leon both won last... coming off a win. Yeah, Leon won last week. With not a good performance. I think he has a better performance this week. However, give me Jagerbomb. I also, I'm also going with Jagerbomb. Iron Wolves bin. Oof. Tough one. I'm going Iron Wolves. Getting their first win of the season. Same. But if I pick them two weeks in a row and they lose. Doesn't look good on us. <laughs> hey, John was talking about the Iron Wolves curse. Remember last week when I picked you guys over Tandalant? Yeah. John Kempton was like, okay, so now we're going to lose because you picked us. And you guys ended up winning. So now I, I could pick Iron Wolves. There you go. And feel safe about it. Because you don't pick us. But now it's happening in D3. I picked you, them and they're losing. So I think the curse just went to D3. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Please be Ben. Um, I don't want Kevin to win the... Oh, wait. Uh, Kevin, Kevin picked Ben? No, uh, probably not. He probably picked the Saint. No, he picked Arnold's as well. Okay, okay. Uh, Jack Rabbit's old school. I forget who I picked this game. Go first. You picked Jack Rabbit's. I also picked Jack Rabbit's. Jack Rabbit's. Why? We're a little more organized this week. We made our picks before the show. Yeah. But we don't remember them now, so like... No, come on. <laughs> I did it like a full like 12 hours I think ago. it's better to make them on the spot and then just write them in the... The sheet afterwards. Facts, facts. Give me Jack Rabbits. Panache Average Joes. I went back and forth on this one. Did you go back and forth on this one? Uh, yes. I'm going Average Joes. Same. Why are you going Average Joes? That roster's stacked. Like, even if Jason tries to lose a game, I don't think he can with that roster. Idaho Rossos. I'm going to go with Rossos bouncing back. Disappointing week one, better week Idaho two. Idaho had a very, very impressive week Very one. impressive, yes. They beat Panache, who are a very good team. Yeah. But I was going Rossos, I'll say it was like the... I think it's going to be a very, very close game. I think Rossos have the experience to win this one. Mm. And, yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if Idaho wins. If Idaho wins this one and I pick twice against them, I'll pick you guys till you lose afterwards. Fair. Fair, fair. I'll just see who they're playing the week <laughs> after. Uh, who, who's playing the week after? Idaho. Like, say they win, if like, like they're playing Thunder Buddies or like a... Like, <laughs> or something. Uh, Div 4? Yep. Black Diamonds versus... Les Bouchers. So Les Bouchers making their comeback, right? Because they didn't play last week. They had a bye. They also didn't play last fall. That's true. I'm going to go Black Diamonds. Why? Les Bouchers is going to be a tad bit rusty coming in week one for them. Uh, I could agree with that. i say if it was like a mid-season, uh, mid-season game, like week five, six, I'd probably maybe go with Les Bouchers. But Black Diamonds are your winter champs. How do you pick against them, right? You got to prove to me that they're going to lose a game. Like after shutting out back-to-back... Uh, semifinals and finals to win that championship and you said defense doesn't win championships in that case it did I just say defense not win champion no defense not win championships more often than offense does Keeper, you're getting too political next game sour peeps sooners give me sour peeps who did I pick I got the sooners uh, 45 in this one I think they haven't played week one is going to benefit them in this case whereas sour peeps are going to be there first week I know they got Mario under center but they're going to probably have a lot of players on this team that haven't played in the MFL mm-hmm. it's going to take a little bit of adjusting now Mario throwing darts uh, Cano Club, Flamboyant so Flamingos. I'm going to go Cano Club. You want Flamingos, though. Did I? Yeah. Never mind. I'm going to go Flamboyant Flamingos. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Flamboyant Flamingos because they're a good team. They have a good oh, roster. You can always change it. No, I won't change it. Are you sure I want Flamboyant Flamingos? I do go Flamboyant Flamingos. Um, yeah. I'm going with F Squared because... I'm sorry, you know what F Squared means. <laughs> because I think they're going to have uh, quite a few picks in this game. Okay. Uh, we went with... I'm going with Cano Club. I saw them play. I was very impressed. Uh, I think they could take down this Flamingos team in their, their opening week. Super Friends, Airborne. Friends. So Airborne proves me they could win a game. I don't think I could pick them to win a game. 
Some unfortunately, defense, I agree, well. yeah. Uh, Wizards and free agent D, uh, D4 number two. Um, I went back and forth in this one too. I'm going to go with Wizards. They're just a very athletic team. Both teams lost, but Wizards scored six points, and that was six points more than free agent team scored. So they combined scored six points. So I'm going with Wizards for that reason. Serial Killers, Mustard Tigers. Oh, this one was a tough one too. You go first. I got Serial Killers. I'm going to go Serial Killers as well. Uh, but in a very tight one. I think that's like... I mean, if they're five players, it won't be tight. True. No, I think they will be more than five. I'm going to go 20 to 19 Serial Killers. 2019. I go 21 to 20 serial killers. They basically stole my answer. Like adding adding a point here and there doesn't like. Count. I mean, if I get the exact correct answer, I get more credit than you, right? True. All right, D five. Uh, Phoenix D five and, and Titans. Titans. Go first. I got Phoenix D five bouncing back in this one. I just think that teams that played week one playing against a new team that didn't play in week two have a slight advantage in this case. I'm going to go Titans with McMahon having a big game. McMahon's not playing. No, but his brothers. Austin? Yeah, Austin. Okay, okay. <laughs> Are we sure they're brothers? Not cousins? That's a great point. No, they're brothers. They just look alike, I think. Uh, Mimosa Crew and Los Politos. Give me Mimosa Crew. I think Los Politos, like, they need to figure stuff out. They have a good I team. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think Mimosa Crew have stuff slightly more figured out yeah. at this point. Night Triangles, Heisenberg. Night Triangles by a lot. I also got nice triangles. Are night triangles the favorite in D5 right now? You said you don't see that game. You just want to interview them afterwards, right? Yes. And I'd say, judging by the players they have and the experience they have, if I had to pick a favorite, I'd pick them. Are they too strong for D5? I don't think so. I would have to see like later on in the season. I think it's a little bit early to tell. Yeah. Um, look, they had a big, good game. We probably got Kevin already complaining about that. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because Kevin's, it's true, Kevin's scoring like in D45. Yeah. Um,. When doesn't Kevin It'll be interesting to see. Do you think like in five years now, Kevin will be like a D2 quarterback? Uh, D3 at best. Really? Yeah. That's, that's his plateau? Yeah. That's what I mean. No, it is. But like he could... <laughs> he could he is a, a smart player. Yeah, he is a smart player. He's been playing football like... But my grandmother's also <laughs> smart and like I doubt she could throw a football. Like... <laughs> harsh words. No, no. I'm harsh, like... harsh words, Will. <laughs> no, I love my grandmother. Banana G. <laughs> love you, Kevin. But no, no, no. Yeah, he is a smart quarterback. I think... Um, I like him as a snapper. I know C gives him crap all the time, yeah. um, but I like him as a snapper. Yeah. Um, anything else? Don't think I forgot this week. Bull predictions. Go first. I think I'm one on the spot. Actually, I could go. Um, Red Zone is playing 10 out, correct, Terry? Red Zone is playing 10 out. I'm going to go... The total amount scored in this game will be 100 plus points. Yeah, that's really bold. It is bold. I'm bold of a guy. I was going to say one of the total points, but I had 80 in mind. So, like, looks like you're... 80. I mean, yeah, I was going to say each team scores at least 40. Who? I, I was going to say each team scores at least 40. Is that bold enough or no? No, and you just stole my answer, so definitely not. You already stole my I, I answer I had it once. in mind before. Well, as soon as you lose, that's my whole prediction. 10 out... Red zone with red zone winning, total combined points at least 100. All right, I'll go with the same game. Okay, I guess that's okay. Okay, let me know if this one's an acceptable poll prediction. If I say okay. red zone and I mean, Tanout. You usually shouldn't take the same game, but okay. I'll pick another one to make you happy after. Thank you. If I say red zone Tanout, total points are going to be under 50. That's bold. Yeah? Yeah, that's bold. Okay. Not as bold as mine, but it's bold. <laughs> you want me to go with another one? Yeah, please. Mm. Okay, you know what? Look, I'll do another one too. We didn't do one last week. We've got to do two. All right. But give me a second to think okay. of one. You go first. Old school Jackrabbits. Okay. Okay. The game's played May 14th. Yes. Oh, you, sorry. You know this Friday's May 13th, eh? Yeah. Is there like a movie coming out or something? You know there's like probably like a Friday the 13th at least once a year or like... But that's like it once... Like that's one of every 365 days. Okay. But like... Why Bro, you're acting like that's a lot. So there should be a movie every single year? For Friday the 13th? Your birthday happens every year. Is there a movie every year for your birthday? There's Christmas every year. There's a birthday every year for your I mean, Christmas? I mean, there should be a, a movie for my birthday every year. Yes, that's correct. Okay. My mom's working on it. Um, this is really bold because we think Old School Jackrabbit is going to be a very close game, right? Uh, yes, we okay. do. I do. The game is played May 14th. Yeah. Okay. It's Matsuro's birthday that day. Correct. I have no idea how old Matsuro is turning. 60-61. Okay. My bold prediction is one of the two teams will score 14 points and the other team will score the amount of points... Of the age of Matsir. So, if this Matsir turned 35, 
The game went 35-14. That's pretty bold, eh? Oh, so the combined score won't be his age. No, no, no. One team's going to score exactly 14 okay. points. It's played on the 14th. Okay. And, and that's the date of his so birthday. The final score will be 61 to 14. <laughs> I don't think he's turning anywhere near 61, but I think... And it'll be a one-sided game. Okay. But I don't know who'll win it. Okay. That's pretty bold, right? It is bold. That's good. Good stuff, dude. Getting better. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Shoot, it's not easy to think of the spot. There's going to be one game this week in Division 5 that finishes 2-0. No! Yep. <laughs> I don't know if that's ever happened. Well... You know what Mama says. There's a first for everything. I'm going to say there's one game. Um, you, you, don't have, you have to choose the game, but like if you were to choose No, no, no. I have to choose the I game. I got one in mind. Phoenix Titans. So No, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad. Scrap that. I'm going to go Los Politos and Mosa Crew. That was the one I had in mind. Yeah, why, yeah. why did you say I, Phoenix Titans I, first? I, and the reason I switched is because I said McMahon's going to have a big game. So I, I can't see if the score's going to finish 2-0. Well, a bull prediction could be completely unrelated to everything else no, here no, on the show. No, no, like, no, no. I said old school Jackrabbit's going to be tight, but a bull prediction could be like something crazy that could happen. My world But you know that sense. the chances of it happening are slim. No, in my world, things make sense. I don't know about yours. But it'd be crazy that Kevin for back-to-back week scores zero offensive touchdowns, right? That's very likely. I'm going to go Los Politos, Mamosa Crew. The final score finishes 2-0. Okay. I guess if the two points happens. Obviously a safety. Uh, before we end the show, let's just recap. Don't forget to comment and like to be part of the contest. Uh, shoot us your ideas of what consequences it should be. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, watch the introduction of this video. Yeah. Um, you get an extra vote for that. And uh, follow our Instagram page, like the MFL Players page. Say hi to us when you see us at the park. Yeah, please do. Anything else? Um, I think that's it. Good luck to everyone in week two. You driving me home like the end of the week because because I scheduled you to finish at the same time as me, so I can give you a time. Respect. So I may only see like like three games or something. Um, all I have to say, hope you enjoy the show. See you Saturday. <laughs>